uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Out Loud where we bring you a group discussion focusing on Microsoft Teams. We here at UC Today visited the Modality Systems headquarters to pick their brains on the increasingly popular Microsoft Teams platform. Modality Systems is the world's largest Microsoft communications practice, providing communications and collaboration services to over 5 million people. So they were the perfect organisation to tell us more about what it's like to help their customers make the most of Teams on the front line. I was joined by publisher of UC Today, Rob Scott, head of pre-sales at Modality, Pete Vasey, and also by their head of global marketing, Ian Guest. I started by asking Pete what trends they are seeing in terms of Microsoft Teams adoption. With Teams, what we're seeing is uh, there's, there's a massive amount of interest. You go to organisations, they've been indoctrinated by Microsoft, it's going to be great, it's going to be the next thing. Um, the most alarming thing, I think, is the amount of misinformation out there and uh, misunderstandings. So if we go into an organization, what we're really starting off now is uh, with a, a bit of a re-education process. So we, we ask them really what they think Teams is. Um, and it's amazing how many times people come back and say, oh, it's the replacement for Skype for Business. Um, if we look back to the sort of the, the 2010s sort of era, uh, we had uh, telephony and that was a chunk of unified communications and we had to re-educate the marketplace to to get their heads around it what we've got now is that unified communications is really a chunk of teams so we're having to go back and, and really sort of realign people's um, understanding that the teams is not just uh, the next version of Skype for Business but actually if you if you look at all the components that feed into Teams um, and the various different parts of Office 365 that it affects, you're building this much wider picture, much more strategic picture around this intelligent collaboration piece. Um, and when you lay it out in, in those terms and you, you show the customer the actual product and having explained how it all fits together, we tend to get um, a realisation that yeah, it's not just this next iteration. Where do you think that misconception comes from initially? Is that assumption made by people that because Teams has come around, it is a like-for-like -like replacement for Skype, or it's just a lack of information? Uh, there's, there's definitely been some poor information coming out of Microsoft, things where uh, you know, the message, and I saw one only last week, which said that uh, Skype business is going to go away in the next couple of years and Teams is replacing it. We know that Skype for Business, you know, even server-side, they're just about to release a new version of it. That's got a life cycle to go through. There are rumours that there'll be an, even another one. The investment in Skype for Business Online isn't going to go away overnight because businesses need to catch up and need to get their heads around what's happening. So I think part of it, you know, comes down to the messaging that's come out. Um, the rest of it, I think, is not, not so much... Uh, customers not digging into it but they're saying yeah it does the IMP bit and we can share content and they're sort of narrowing that back down to Skype for Business interpretation so it's twofold really but once you go through that process which you know sometimes with some of the larger customers will sit and take two to three hours to lay it all out and so they really really understand it you do get this sort of two pronged reaction is one 
the eyes light up but yeah okay i get it so i can see how this will fit into my business and then there's a second one which is that's a heck of a lot bigger than i thought it was so we're not trying to scare them into the scale of the teams but you need to understand that this is not just about IMP and voice and video it does feed into compliance and uh, wrapping in IRM and DLP and um, you know compliance centers and, and SharePoint online and all these various other products that all are effectively abstracted because you're now using this team's interface so it, it's a re-education process at the moment but when you've gone through that re-education process you see that organizations start to slot how it's going to work in their business straight away and one of the things that is, is at the beginning of many of my conversations with them is this is a disruptive technology if we do this initial session right you're going to come away with hundreds of questions rattling through your mind not yeah let's go for it so it's not just a new version is it no no and is that what people say you know yeah people people are fully under the impression that this is just the next Skype for business yeah. and it's it's not um, you know it, it is so much more than that that sounds like something out of a film but um, that it, sounds like a new tagline for Microsoft yeah, there I think you've summed that up perfectly um, it's a whole new experience it's a whole new world I believe yeah, oh yeah oh good <laughs> um, but you know I, I, I tend to adopt the products as they come out from Microsoft and when Teams landed it was done with no real announcements. We had a Microsoft representative in that day who didn't even know it was coming out. Um, and so you treat it with a certain amount of you know, scepticism. Where's it going? We've got Yammer, we've got Skype for Business already. How does this all fit together? As we've gone through the adoption program and we've really started to use it internally, we've got to that tipping point now where it's a frustration if your colleagues aren't using Teams which for me is a real sort of key point. It's now the proper... It's almost a peer pressure, but not quite peer, but that's probably not the right phrase to use, but it's almost, you know, a, a colleague, you know, pressure to, to be on the right platform in terms of communicating. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, once, once you reach that point and you see just how it all fits together, you get that understanding from a, you know, pre-sales perspective. All you have to really do is open up a demo, lay out how it fits together show them how you use it internally and you're off and running and you can see the pennies dropping and Ian from a, from a messaging perspective I was going to come to you just to see what your opinion was on, on that yeah I mean I think Pete's hit a lot on the head there actually what you're, you're looking at the messaging that's come out is this a replacement for Sky for Business or that's the perception that people have been given but it's, it's very different Sky for Business is a product that does a certain sets of features and functionality Teams does have an element of that and brings through um, some of the communication elements of Skype for Business, but really is, is, is a hub for teamwork. It, it brings in all the different aspects. It gives a more user interface, user-friendly interface to a lot of the, the workflow and the works uh, aspects, productivity aspects within the Microsoft portfolio. But it's it's enabling a different way of working. It's more of a solution than a product. So. It's, it's really thinking about um, not how you turn it on and get people trained on it. It's understanding how people will work, what you want to achieve from it, um, what use cases it's going to solve within your organization, and planning for that and enabling people really to try and understand that and, and 
absorb and, and embrace the functionalities that it can deliver. So is it plugging in different applications? Is it using things like OneNote in certain ways? For some people, you know, some of the simple functionality within it, such as OneNote, which has been around for in the, the Microsoft stack for a long time, will be revolutionary to them and provide them with this is, a, this is like a changing moment for me in the way we work. But it's, it's, it is, it's ideal for those groups of people that are sharing and working towards a common goal. So it is a change in working behavior that it's enabling. It's not just a product you turn on and away you go. Well, there was, there's a couple of points I wanted to pick up point you're saying. My next question was going to be, obviously you guys are on the front line and it's, it's more than, you're absolutely right, it's more than a technology change. You know, there's an ideological change. And I was thinking in certain organizations they might be more at a stage to embrace collaboration but but it's as you were saying there it's it's not just certain organizations it's particular departments and groups within particular organizations you know rather than necessarily the whole the whole organization yeah and and that's we're finding the way that we're looking at these projects now and the way we're, we're working with customers is changing as well because it's it's not a consultation around technology and how you deploy technology it's a consultation around what do you want to change in your business? What okay, this is you have teams, which is, is a fantastic piece of, of kit, a solution, but what does it fix and what are those use cases? So it's about profiling and identifying groups of people that are working to a common goal, understanding how they're working, what they're wanting to achieve, and then really plugging in and, and turning on the bits that they need to get them started. You know, it could be OneNote, that could be forms, it could be plugins to other applications as well. Yes, you've got all the communication aspects all in one portal, so it's great from them. They go to one place, they've got their chat, they've got their communications, they've got their calendaring, but you also have all of the other collaborative technologies, the document management, etc., around that, which gives them easy access to work in a more productive and efficient way. But that is a changing process. It's a changing interface and a changing mindset for what people are currently used to. And I was going to say, from a precess perspective, it makes it potentially a more complicated process, doesn't it? In, t- in terms of, you know, it's not it's not just one aspect; it's several things you're having to think about when talking to customers about adopting a solution. Ian's right. The the, the business change piece. Uh, it's important to point out that that's not just internal; that goes across your external organisation as well. So partners, customers, whatever it is, you can have that collaborative workspace. But from the pre-sales angle. Whereas we used to focus very heavily on Skype for Business and the voice components and how we were going to integrate with legacy PBXs, we still know that stuff and we, you know, that is our ultimate specialist area. But those initial conversations, we have to know the uh, the high level view and where the strategy lies for the exchange and the SharePoint Online and the uh, flow and how this all bolts together. So out of the 20 or whatever it is products that are now in uh, Office 365 we probably end up talking about 8 or 9 of them in those initial conversations I'm not saying that we would deliver all of those because some of them require you know, specialisms in their own right but if you don't understand that full picture and you can't portray that full picture to the client they're going to struggle to see really where team sits and why they would actually want to move away from Skype for Business and go to something else would you agree that maybe the conversations that you were having before were predominantly communications based and now that there's been a real shift to that collaboration conversation? Yeah, and it's, I think it's really gathered pace over the last five months. 
Um, but now I would say uh, the customers that we talk to, 85% to 90% involve conversations around teams. So even if somebody comes to us saying, we want to talk about Sky for Business Online, we want to move our voice up to you know Microsoft phone system, we have to have the conversation about, well, actually, most of Microsoft's R&D is going into Teams. This is where the features are coming. These are really where the real game changes are coming. So we still have to lay all of that out to them. Even if they want to stay on the Skype for Business path, absolutely no problem with that. But you have to understand the bigger picture because this will ultimately change at some point. Um, and if they're not aware of it, you know they're, they're going to be missing out big time, um, and I think really, it, you know, said it, it doesn't take a lot of a demonstration for people to really understand, and you can see them starting to fit. You know, oh, customer services could do this, customer services can do that. What about? And you know, you, you look at things like um, uh, shared services, which we we went and did a uh, um, a presentation on recently. That's always been a model of traditionally having um, shared data centers where you've got two or three or four organizations chipping in and they all you know split out the uh, the costs between themselves shared services now with this is well I have all my data I've created my team I need those three people from those organizations to come in and work on it you're not building out large amounts of infrastructure etc anymore so the impact of the tools is is way more than just the communication piece and that collaboration part is is of huge interest and you know i suppose understanding that balance as as rob was asking now in terms of the collaboration and the communication and how this is all going to fit together in organizations is a massive you know speciality of modality isn't it really and, and part of your usp and differentiator within the dog eat dog industry in that sense it is, yeah, and I mean, it, it, what we we pride ourselves and we've done for many years is really supporting that customer through that journey. Because I think one thing that any organisation will will recognise from this is they can't make that jump all in one go. So, you know, Microsoft will paint this great visionary picture, which is it is a good future and it is the future. But how do customers get there, particularly when there's a lot of legacy investment that goes on, particularly when there's a lot of change required? So there's a cultural change aspect as well. So really being able to work with the customer and enable them to, to make the most of these technologies and bring them in as and when it's best suited for their organization and take them through that journey, that's, that's really what we specialize. So it's, it's really supporting that, that pathway and that roadmap. And when they get to, there's, there's never really an end because when they get to that point of they've absorbed teams where you might think now is, yeah, that's, that's the utopia, there'll be something else to then go. So it's, it's continuously evolving the business. And businesses have to evolve um, because that's the way they survive so we've seen it and we see it on the high street with the high street names disappearing because they've not been able to embrace technology and move with the times every organization has to do that and it's, it's a continually evolving at a rapid pace uh, so you know that change and that journey just goes on guys firstly pete thanks so much for coming onto the podcast oh, absolute pleasure and ian thank you as well thank you Massive thanks to Modality Systems for welcoming the UC Today team into their offices to understand more about Microsoft Teams on the front line. 
Particular thanks to both Pete and Ian for joining us in the group discussion. Don't forget, we also have a dedicated monthly update podcast, bringing you all the latest news on the Microsoft Teams platform and Skype for Business with another modality specialist, Tom Arbuthnot. So don't forget to tune in for that for all the latest news on the platforms. That's it for today's episode. As always, thanks for listening.